check. Make them little money. This week on the Pizza Planner Show, we answer your money questions. Here's how the show works. You email us, askpete at petetheplanner.com. That's askpete at petetheplanner.com. And we will answer your question. Maybe. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and not relative, Damian Dunn, Vice President of Advice at Your Money Line and Hey Money. Hello, Dame. Hello, Pete. Dame, we also have a special co-host uh, on this first segment. It's Bring Your Daughter to Broadcasting Day. We welcome my 11-year-old daughter, Olivia. Hello, Olivia. Hi. Hi. It's so good to be with you. We're sitting right next to each other, broadcasting live on Facebook at the Pete the Planner page, where we always do that on noon on Fridays, where oftentimes you're upstairs in your room practicing your violin because you play the violin. So, Ali, thanks for being part of the show today. Thanks for having me. Okay. As Uncle Dame and I said on the show today in your segment, as you answer questions from us, every time you say the word, um, you will lose your phone for a day as we work on broadcasting skills here, as we guide you to guide us in the future someday. Dame, uh, so we wanted to do a stock market year in review a month early. So, uh, you know, March 23rd, March 23rd, which was a Monday, I remember having a phone call with you, Dame, a Slack call about the market. Because it had fallen 34%. The S&P 500 had fallen 34% from February 19th to that March 23rd, that Monday when we're having that conversation. And there is no way I thought we would end up having the year we had in our stock market. Absolutely not. It felt, well, terrifying uh, for stock markets as far as that goes. But man, it, it felt a lot like 2008, 2009. I don't know about you, but I did not anticipate seeing a positive number end the year for the returns for the markets and the indices. Now, Ali, uh, Olivia, we also call her Ali. Ali, uh, when when the year was starting bad and you guys were trying to go to school, not going to school, that whole thing in the spring, and you realized that the economy was in trouble and the stock market was crashing, uh, would it surprise you to know that the stock market is actually doing really, 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 really well right now? Did you know that or do you think that the stock market was still in trouble? Well, I kind of saw the news a little bit when CNN is on, um, just from the the ticker symbol. Yeah, the green and red bar graph thingy. Yeah, and I knew already that you told me um, that some of the stock markets on there. Um, you want to be good mm -hmm. and some you don't want to be good as much. Okay. So, yeah. Well, we're going to play a little guessing game between Dame and Ollie. It's a game show. I'm going to name a particular stock and you have to tell me if it's done well, really well, bad, or really bad. Those are your four choices. Do you both understand the options? Yes. Yes. Okay, for something to be very well, it has to be up over 50%. Okay? Actually, you know what? That's not fair. Let's say 20%. 20%. For something to have done really well, it has to be 20% more than it was at the beginning of the year. And for it to be really bad, it has to be 20% lower than it was at the beginning of the year. And if it's just good, then it's less than 20. You know what I mean? Got we good? it, yeah. Got it. All right. So, uh, Olivia, we will start with you. You will give your answer. And then, Dame, you give your answer after that. All right, Olivia. Carnival Cruise Lines. Carnival Cruise. You know what Carnival Cruise Lines is? Do you think it has done really well, well, 
poorly or very, very poorly? Um, I'm going to say poorly because like no one's really going on cruises right now. So true. We don't watch anyone on YouTube take family vacations while we sit here in our living room and eat Chex Mix, right? So we don't do that because they're not on cruise ships. Definitely not. Dame, what do you think? Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, are we talking uh, really well, well, poorly, very poorly? Very poorly. The answer is minus 55% year to date. The stock, let's say it was at one point at 100. It is now... Uh, down to 45, if that was the metric. But uh, that's not the actual quote, everybody. I was giving an example because I didn't have the quote in front of me. But it's down 55%. All right, Ollie, next round. Peloton. Do you think Peloton is up? Or do you think Peloton is uh, like really up, up, down, or really down? I'm going to say, even though it's not an option, but between good in really good. Okay. Just, Dame, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just in that range. Okay. Dame, what do you think? Uh, astronomically good. The answer is it's up 297%. It's almost tripled in price. Unbelievable. I did see, Dame, uh, the Dean of valuations or something like this on CNBC this week said that he feels like they're overvalued and that people were lazy investors by investing in them in a period of time in which they thought people were going to buy a lot of Pelotons. But I'm struggling to see, Dame, why picking a, picking a stock that went up 300% is considered lazy. I guess I'm not the dean of valuations. He's jealous he didn't pick it. Totally. All right. Olivia, Delta Airlines, my preferred airline. Delta Airlines, is it really up, up, down, or really down? Down. You're close. Uh, Dame, what do you think? What was the break for really down? 20, 20% is really, the... Really down. It is really down. It's down 27%. 27. But that makes sense, doesn't it, Ollie? Yeah. Hey, normally, in the course of a year... You know that uh, a lot of times I'm gone. I'm at a hotel or something like that. How often have I been gone this year? Zero <laughs> percent. Right. That's why we know that Delta Airlines is struggling. All right, Ollie. This is something that you use every single day. Google? Zoom. Oh. Is Zoom really up, up, down, or really down? It's really up. <laughs> really up. Dame, what do you think? The girl is not wrong. It is really up. It is up 503%. And, and the dean of valuations, whoever this guy is, also said that would be a lazy investment at the beginning of this year. But, you know, Dane, we were sort of joking on the show, like, wouldn't it all be nice if we all went out and bought, like, plexiglass? You know what I mean? At that point in time. Wouldn't Lex, uh, doesn't lazy money spend just as well as hard-earned money? Yeah, absolutely does. All right, Ollie. Mm-hmm. AMC Movie Theaters. Is it really up? Up, down, or really down? What do you think so far as of December 4th, 2020? What do you think about AMC movie theater chain? Really down. Dame, what do you think? I agree with the girl. All right. The Duns are right. It is down 50.43%. All right. Final two as we round out the segment on the game show that no one asked for. Ali, the S&P 500 is, is, you know what the S&P 500 is? Yeah. It's an index that helps us understand what the market's doing. Is it up, really up, 
down or really down here in 2020? Well, it was at points up and then down again. But right now, I'm going to say it's really up. Uh, Dame, you already know the answer to this one. You're close. It it is up 13%, so you're very close. Now, there is another index called the NASDAQ, which has a lot of tech companies in it. Do you think the NASDAQ, Ollie, is really up, up, down, or really down as of December 4th, 2020, year to date? What do you think? Can I give a reason why? Of course you do. It's a radio okay. show. Okay. Um, well, with, I guess, the new iPhone out, mm-hmm. people are, like, wanting wanting new phones, mm-hmm. I guess. And so I think it's in the really up range because of the new technology that's out. Dane, with 20 seconds left, what do you think? Up. Really up. Super really up. up. NASDAQ is up 38%. So far, Ollie, thank you for being on the show this week. We really appreciate it. And uh, you have a good day. All right. Coming up after the break, more of the Pete, the planner show one less done. That's next. I'm Pete. The Back on the Pete, the planner show, just two duns this time. Dane, we got a great question. This is going to be a stunner. I'm going to change the name here. Why not? Hi, Pete. I've been going back and forth on an issue for months, years. And after listening to your podcast this morning, I figure I'd send you an email. I like to think I'm pretty darn responsible with money. Sometimes I'm probably too worried about money. Other than my mortgage, I just refinanced to a 15-year mortgage in the amount of $308,000. I have no debt, no credit cards, no student loans, no car payments. I make pretty good money, $216,000 salary, and also a bonus of around $75,000 each year. Dame, I would go ahead and verify that's pretty good yeah i I confirm yes i had so cash flow is good and i max out my 401k and my company matches five percent here's my question is it stupid to join a country club i got three kids 17 15 and 12 oh man i can imagine how loud that could be yeah uh and i love getting to spend time playing golf with them the idea of playing where it's not crowded letting them go play by themselves whenever they want having a new social outlet having a go-to place etc just sounds really nice. The club I'm looking at certainly isn't one of the most expensive ones. He says the name, but I'm not going to say the name. I have college funds set up for the kids. Not enough to pay for all of college, but some. And we have no big home improvements on the horizon. I'm 44. You know, about a week ago, I'd have been like, yeah, that guy's old. But now I'm 43. So it's not as old as I thought. Uh, side note, time out on this. Dame, do you remember probably 15 years ago or so on the internet, there was that picture of that shirtless elderly man that was ripped. He was super strong. He had gray hair. I'll find it for the Facebook live stream. But do you remember, do you remember he was like just unusually tan and just ripped, but he had like an old guy head. What were you searching the internet for geriatric ripped guys for? No, true. I was, but, and not just because of retargeting ads, you would see this picture all the time. It was like a remarkably in shape old man. And I remember the time thinking, Oh, what, why am I watching? Now I'm like, I wish I looked like that guy. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, it's a testosterone replacement therapy has never been more prominently featured on my AdSense stuff than ever. So what do you think about the country club request, Dame? I know your team dug deep into this and you're going to take credit for their brilliant thoughts. Um, 
I'll give you the first crack and then I will give my maybe surprising answer. I have to uh, have some full disclosure here. I am not an unbiased source on this. You're not an unbiased source. Nope. What does that mean? I, ha- I, uh, I grew up on a golf course when I was okay, young. Okay, so if, if that is what it takes to be an unbiased source, I am too. I grew up, our family were members at a country club and I swam, well, I sort of <laughs> floated in the water <laughs> and would sunburn my chest. <laughs> All right, so both of us grew up going to country club. Boy, this, this show really is hitting its, its target demo. Yeah. I, we're the same. What did our brilliant teammates say? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, okay, I'll stop there. Our teammates. I think a lot of this decision and sort of my teammates hinge on one word in this email. One word. Divorce. No. Sorry. Does, <laughs> does not appear in the email. Okay. Sorry. Uh, says uh, he has college funds set up for the kids. Not enough to pay for all of college, but some. Some is a pretty, pretty broad, subjective term. So how much is exactly right? How much is some? What are the goals that he has set aside? Do the kids know how much they're going to be responsible for? If that's all been laid out, then it's possible you go forward with this. Enjoy the time with your family. Go make some memories. We get caught up in all sorts of other things and life and busyness. And Pete, as you know, as well as I do, you can make a lot of memories spending family time together. And if you choose to do that at a country club rather than taking trips somewhere, if you have to have some give and take in your budget, then yeah, I don't, I don't have any problem with this. If everybody's clear on what the responsibilities are going to be come college time, which is next fall, it looks like for probably one of the kids. Yeah, because wouldn't it be terrible that next summer, not next summer, but next summer, which would be two summers from now, you're playing golf with your kid who had their first year in college. And it's like, dad, I'm really enjoying this. Well, I hope so, son, because it's going to mean you're $40,000 in student loan debt by the time you get out of school. That's an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. I, you know, dad needs a new set of tailor mates to, uh, to, to make his way around the course. So you're going to have to figure out a way to pay for books. You just don't know. Okay, but let me, let's say this though. I I understand that point, and I, that's fair. I'm actually leaning to a yes on this one, and here's why: the person's cash flow is significant, significant. So unless the three kids are going to private school right now, there's they could cash flow college relatively easily. I mean, if if they're if he's making three hundred thousand, just under three hundred thousand. Let's figure out some taxes. Let's be aggressive. I mean, he's got probably $15,000 of cash flow a month. There's two things that, that are also worthy of being pointed out here. Okay. Doesn't mention anything about savings, although we could assume that there's probably a nice emergency fund or uh, some, some free cash flow to do that, but nothing is mentioned. And he lists a lot of things that he's, he's really happy about. No credit cards, student loans, maxes out the 401k. Uh, maxing out the 401k, by the way, with that much income may or may not make the world go round by the time it comes to retirement. So that's something else you need to consider. And then. Um, but I, dude, no I, also what... do, I also don't think it's we're talking t- tens of thousands of dollars to join this country club. 
I don't know. I, I mean, private clubs are all over the map. There's clubs in in this area that have an initiation fee of forty thousand dollars, let alone your annual membership fee. Um, I search for it. It's not out there as private clubs are want to do to not put that that information out there. I think I have a friend who's a member there. You know what? Let me. Should I text and see if he'll tell me before you think we go? Do you think they'll respond in two minutes? Well, no. We get, we have still uh, we'll know, come back two segments it. of the show sure. left. I'll say this. I am I think it's not a hard no. And I'd be willing to give a hard no. It's definitely not a hard no, but the 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 determination will be if this person can come up with a good answer for what the word sum means and then to objectively look at the cost of this membership and say, hey, it's not 30 grand. It's $7,000. Do you think it's probably not $7,000? I have no idea. I, I can't make that. Uh, I My guess was between five and 10, to be honest, but I don't know. I, I don't think this falls into this category, but I remember when I was a financial advisor, I got on this run of clients, these couples that I, I, honestly, it was like a joke. I thought that that was being filmed for a practical joke show. People were like, yeah, I realize we're $30,000 in credit card debt, but you know, we're going to go to Disney because you cannot put a price on memories. And I was like, Oh yeah, you can actually. Yeah, you can. And and I get the feeling that that attitude is what got you 30. And that sounds condescending. It sounds like I told you so. It's generally not my thing. But Damien, you, you, you know, I, I don't think this fella is on that spectrum. I, I think he is making a reasonable decision. He's not $30,000 in debt. He has a huge income. Uh, he can cash flow college. But that does uh, annoy me when people are like, oh, well, we're making memories. You know, sure, I I get that, and I've I've said the same thing in other conversations, but I I'm hedging towards yes, assuming that he's got enough right answers in the other places as well, or at least answers that everybody knows that are on the table, and that's that's the rules are going to have to play by. Um, but yeah, I'm I am surprisingly probably to everybody listening, as you are not opposed to this step. Just to be very clear and very honest, two people who grew up going to country clubs that they did not pay for are telling this person who has to pay to go to a country club that it's a good decision. And that their kids may be paying for some of their colleges okay too. All right. Speaking of, coming up after the break, what schools have the highest percentage of Parent PLUS loans, Dane? Was that the segue of the year? Yes. It felt really good. All that's next on the Pete the Planner Show. I'm Pete the Planner. Back on the Pete the Planner show, uh, Dame, uh, earlier this day, you sent me a Slack message, now owned by Salesforce, that said, now we're going to be paying Salesforce even more now. Did you think yep. about that? Yes, I did. Yeah, me too. Uh, so you sent me a message that said, hey, there's a really cool tool on Wall Street Journal, WSJ.com, that allows a person to see what the average Parent PLUS loan utilization is to send your kid to a particular college. Did I say that about right? Yeah, I think you got the gist of it. Okay, so just for an example, can you pull out a, a public university here locally, uh, just a, maybe an Indiana University, a Purdue University, a, a Ball State, let, let people know what the, and, and give the specifics of it. Is it the average parent plus loan balance for graduates or students or how, what is it? Yeah, so this tool is going to show you two different numbers. The first is going to be the average parent plus loan that's taken out for uh, the student. And then there's another category that is also for uh, lower income students because there are some additional aid potentially in there as well. So 
Uh, we're going to focus just on the the first, the headline number, the, the average for the parent plus for the average student, I should say. And we'll give you some examples. IU. Hey, do you want to make this a guessing game, Pete? Average yes. parent plus loan? Average parent plus loan for uh, IU Bloomington campus. Is this four years or one year? Four. Okay. Now this is, uh, it takes into consideration aid that has been given to the student. And I also have to take in consideration out-of-state students. This is true. Because that doubles the cost of this it. This is true. And international students, which is like 100,000. I don't want to say that, but it's a lot. It may be under them. Maybe. Um, $27,000. Close. Not really. $37,000. That's close. Yeah. 30, seven. There's another it's, digit. It's true. All so right. wait, the average parent plus loan is 37000 and then the, the 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 graduate the, the student themselves has student loans on top of that. Do we know what that number is? Uh, I don't have that number in front of me. Okay. What was the other uh, the other number you said that's a factor within this of people getting aid? What does what are you saying there? Oh no no no. I, so they have uh, the average uh, income. Sorry, the average uh, parent plus loan, but then they also have the lower uh, low income recipients as well. Okay. So uh, for this purpose we're just going to stick with the 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 average and to be very clear uh, you and i are not against a lot of things because we we think every story has its own Mm -hmm. details that 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 being said we really want people to avoid parent plus loans because to borrow money for an education you're leveraging for your own income is one thing but to borrow money for someone else to leverage an income that is throwing yourself on a grenade uh, in a not so great way. You are putting obstacles in your path that are going to possibly prevent you from retiring on time and other things when you take out a Parent PLUS loan. I understand that you want to do the best for your child and get them the education that you feel they deserve at the dream school that they've always wanted to go to. That's not always in everybody's best interest to do that, though. All right, Dan, let's do some other schools. What do you got for me? Purdue. Guess Purdue. Purdue's going to be lower. Purdue's going to be lower. It's going to be 25,000. 32. Okay, so it's lower. Lower. You're right. It is lower. You're 50% right. Dame, this is a little bit terrifying if I'm being honest with you. I'm going to be very bold and dramatic here. I think the biggest crisis in retirement retirement readiness short of healthcare which is its own giant crisis potentially in the next several years could be will be parent plus loans taking on student loans for someone else now 25,000 or 32,000 or 37,000 for that matter isn't the end of the world but it certainly doesn't help you in the you know, twilight of your working years. Are parent plus loans included in any of the proposals for student loan forgiveness? No way. Not that I, I've I seen. would, I would doubt it too. But I mean, if we're going to talk about making big changes in how uh, student debt uh, could potentially impact families going forward, getting rid of some parent plus loans could make a huge difference. Did I send you my US? Did, I don't. I don't send my comps as much as I used to to you. Did, did I send my USA Today one to you this week? I don't think so. I, a mom in New Jersey asks, is sending her daughter to school, the first time, first generation college student, 
And she's like, hey, I know student loan forgiveness is on the way. One college was looking at is X amount of number of dollars. And the second one is $15,000 more. Should we just go to the one that's $15,000 more because student loans are going to be forgiven? Right? I mean, oh. I mean <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot there, right? It's like, yeah. no wonder I wrote 700 words about yeah. that. But uh, all right, give me more. Give me, give me a private school. I want a private school. All right. Uh, Rose Holman. Okay, that's a great okay, so Normally, Rose Holman with tuitions, what, $55,000, $60,000? It's, like it's right up there. Oh, man. Okay, so this is going to be a spicy tamale here. Um, $62,000. Oh, my God. What do we do? Are seriously? Eighty-one. According to the tool in the Wall Street Journal, they are in the top 10 nationwide. Wait, $81,000 is the average parent plus loan balance for a parent, a family who sends a student to Rose Holman Institute of Technology. According to this tool, yes. They I don't know. say that in the admissions off. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh my God. Damn. It's funny. I was about to say I'm speechless, but I'm usually the most uh, speech filled, speechless person you'll ever meet. But that's ridiculous. Yeah. You want to do another one? Yes, I do. But I almost want to call <laughs> Rose Holman and get a response. There has to be some. Well, there has to be. That can't be right. Are you questioning the integrity and the research abilities of the Wall Street Journal? Yeah. <laughs> okay, give me another one. Okay. Uh, Butler. Oh, this one's going to hurt. Um, but the average parent plus balance after four years for a family who sends their kids to Butler university, uh, I use 37,000 produce 32,000 Rose Holman is 81,000 Butler is 62,000 50, 50, you know, if they're now, if we're comparing IU to Butler for parent plus loans that we don't want anybody to ever take at all. Yeah. Right. Is Butler worth the little extra? I don't know. I mean, is it the degree? I don't know. All right, let's go to the opposite end of the scale. The scale. Okay. Regional campus, Purdue, Fort Wayne. Average parent plus loan. I feel like the parent walks away with like seventeen hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, I'm just joking. Hey. The Mastodons, right? That's right. Well, yes. Uh, did they ooh, did they change when they went to IPFW? I think Purdue got uh, custody of the Mastodons. Yeah. You and I were at an event at IPFW together. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, two years ago. Oh, so 80, 80 years ago. Yeah. No. I, I, dude, I, I don't, uh, uh, 1500 bucks, honestly. Like, what is it? 12 grand. What? I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't buy this thing. No, you're drastically overestimating people's savings for, for college. No, I, I guess where I'm going with this is I know what the federal federal student loan maximum is for students. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing that math and, and I'm not coming up with the remainder that these calculations are coming up with. I'm well, just reading the article for you. $12,000 is the average parent plus loan balance. Yeah. Can you send me that link? I might it, have to subscribe it, it to the Wall Street Journal. It won't do any good. <laughs> That's a good point. 
screenshot it <laughs> every 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 do you have any more give me what's can you give me let's get a really 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 expensive school school colorado college it's one of the most expensive schools on the planet i can't find it sorry okay let's get a very another expensive school what's another really super expensive school you want to do an ivy league real quick yeah i mean i know they got a lot of whatever whatever but do like uh, harvard, yale. harvard harvard uh, okay 52 what's yale do we have time yeah, we've got 20 seconds. Type faster, Jimmy. 39. So Butler has higher parent plus loans than Yale. But I guess you would theoretically say the people that have Yale have the money to send the... Not always. Anyway, coming up after the break, biggest waste of money of the week. It's a doozy. And some current events that'll blow your mind, including getting paid to get a vaccine. All that's next. I'm Pete the Planner. This week's biggest waste of money of the week right here on the Pete the Planner show is the Royal Pursuit Seat. Yes, the Royal Pursuit Seat. Just because. Oh, pardon me. The Rolls Royce Pursuit Seat. That changes the complexity of it. Man, I'm a dummy. Dane, were you going to point that out to me? No, I have no idea what this is. The Rolls Royce pursuit seat. Just because you're roughing it doesn't mean your bum bum has to. Rolls Royce has created the pursuit seat so your bottom never has to experience anything other than pure luxury. Made with a polished aluminum and carbon fiber base, the bespoke stool. <laughs> I love the phrase bespoke stool is lightweight for easy transporting. The seat itself is crafted from padded natural grain leather and can even be made to match your car's interior. It anchors to the ground with a retractable spike and includes a slim flashlight for night treks. Dame, uh, you were looking at the screen right now. You see what I'm talking about. Do you care to guess what this contraption made by Rolls Royce? It, it's one of those like, you know, you see like at a golf match, mm -hmm. people have like a stick with a, a small saddle on it. Mm -hmm. with, with, what do you think this costs? Here's the deal. Rolls Royce cares about details and they put, they have like uh, umbrella holders in the doors of their cars that come with a Rolls Royce umbrella inside of them. Um, so this is not out of, out of left field for them, but I know they're prohibitively expensive. I'm going to guess that that stool is a $5,000 option. Oh, that's a great guess. If you're interested in being wrong, this stool is $8,800. I meant you used. Know, used. Well, here's what you did not account for. The slim flashlight in case you're taking a trek during the night. All right, Dame. What are uh, in the... Actually, I know you're doing current events this week, but I just have to say there is one story that I sent over, I think, to you yesterday, and a lot of people saw it. I think it was uh, Jim Delaney, John, John Delaney, John, John Delaney has yep. this proposal, who was a former Democratic candidate for uh, for president. Mm -hmm. In order to get a stimulus payment for the government, this is his proposal. He is no longer in government. You would have to get a vaccine in order to get a $1,500 stimulus check. Now, he here's where I'm struggling with this, Dame. You already know I want everyone to get a vaccine. You already know I want a lot of people to get stimulus checks, but I have a problem with attaching the two to each other. Do you? Totally. And here's, I mean, I'll leave my 
ideology and politics to the side, 58% of the country's already said that they're willing to get a vaccine. If they're trying to get to the this magic 75% of the country getting vaccinated quickly, you're paying a ton of money to influence a very small percentage of people. And you probably will not influence them. You'll likely anger them. And uh, that seems counterproductive. I don't agree with this uh, proposal at all. At first, I actually had mixed feelings about it. I was like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. But, but, but your point of like, who is it actually influencing? Probably close to no one. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Dame, what else is in the news? U.S. mortgage rates edged lower this week for the 14th time this year. Pete, any guesses to what a 30-year mortgage is right now, according to uh, Freddie Mac? 2.95. 2. 2.71. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, well, here's what stinks, man. Cause I, I, you know, I, I, I kind of, I keep a tab on the 15 year rate and I like to look at like a 10 year rate, mm-hmm. but oftentimes the 10 year rate is the same as the 15 year rate mm-hmm. for a lot of lending institutions. Does it say, does it happen to say what the 15 year rate is? Uh, you took the words out of my mouth. Do you want to guess on that one? Yes. 2.15. 226. Oh. So you're close. I, I, I've literally guessed nothing right today. But you've been close, which is yeah. all I can ask for. It's true. What else is in the news? Cadillac is willing to pay dealers iffy on electric vehicles $500,000 to hit the road. What? what? Say that again. I didn't even register. GM uh, is willing to pay Cadillac dealers half a million dollars to give up their dealerships if they don't like the prospect of selling electric cars. Okay. So somewhere, some person is like, I don't want to sell electric cars. And they're like, fine, here's a half million dollars. Go away. Yeah. Basically, if they don't, if they're not going to uh, promote and advertise and uh, really get behind the electric car um, revolution, I don't know that's, if that's right. That's a bit aggressive. Right. It might be a lot. That's a, that's uh, a bit much. They'll say, fine, yeah, you, you don't have to do what you don't want, and we will make this decision easy on you by basically buying your dealership back for half a million dollars. But, but here's what you and I both know. Dealerships are worth a lot more than a half million dollars. Totally. But if so you, is uh, it a, yeah, I, I guess I'm struggling to understand who in the world would take that offer. I have no idea. That's a f- are, we're back to who are we influencing again? Is that the whole <laughs> is that is that the theme this week? Could be. Actually, it could be. I was doing a radio interview yesterday for the Indianapolis Business Journal podcast, which would be a podcast interview. And we were talking about the jo- uh, tax cut and jobs act, whatever, you know, of 2017, the the Trump tax cuts. And as part of the increase of standardized deductions, fewer people itemize their deductions on their taxes. And the hypothesis was for critics, why did I say critics that way? That was dumb. The, the, the hypothesis for critics is that it would decrease charitable giving because people would not be as incentivized to uh, itemize. Therefore, they're not going to give as generously. Well, turns out that didn't be, that wasn't true. 
2019, I believe with a couple of factors in there was the most generous year ever, despite the fact that half that the, the, the itemized deduction choice fell by half from the previous year. So it means half the number of people itemized and yet the standard deduction was enough to influence people to still give generously in the year 2019. If there was ever a prediction that I was glad to see be completely wrong, it was the fact that people are going to give regardless of a tax incentive. Yeah, I know that there's sometimes those match programs like, hey, the first 20,000 funds will be matched. I'm not sure. And and this is totally out of left field and I have no expertise here. I'm just not sure you can incentivize a person to be charitable. I I think they they either get it or they don't. That's an interesting point. I I would be, I'd love to see a study done on that. I'm sure there are. You and I are just too lazy to read them. Yeah, colleges, uh, if you could make one of those studies known to us and write it so a five-year-old would understand it, we'd love to read it. And maybe send one of our kids to that university so they could get access to it and we'll take on tens of thousands of dollars of parent plus loans. Happy to. Man, how how did that Wall Street Journal story not get more attention this week? Just came out. Yeah, it just came out yesterday. So I don't know. That's, I mean, I know there's a lot. Turns out there's a pretty active news cycle right now, but that's significant, man. Well, it's all going to get forgiven, right? Stop. I can't. Oh, by the way, if you uh, enjoy our show, go to iTunes or wherever you get podcasts, leave a review, a five-star review, say you like us, those sorts of things. And, and be sure to be accurate with your comments and your comments about our comments. Don't simply say what you think we said. Be accurate. Right. Dame, I got to call Rose Holman this week. I mean, not that I would because I, mean, I got too many other things to do. But what are they? If, if you're one of those users, they're in the top 10 highest parent plus loan balances Rose Holman is do they issue a press release or a correction or a statement like what do you that's a nightmare I would think that they would want to get in front of that as soon as they possibly could I haven't listened to the commercials that run during our program in quite some time what are the chances (laughs) Rose Holman Institute of Technology is a but don't they also win like best value education or something like that do they I think I mean it's a top-notch education nobody disputes that no one disputes that. very expensive damn we gotta go uh, so, hey, everybody, thanks for listening this week. We're sending you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. Go to iTunes, leave a positive review. If you've got a negative review, leave it on a different show. I'm Pete the Planner.